Hello everyone and welcome to Game Brews. This is the first episode of our brand new podcast. We are three nerds who love playing video games and we want to sit down once a week and talk about what we want to talk about having to do with video games. I'm here with my two co-hosts, Steven aka Ireland and Dan aka The Big Show. How are you guys doing today? I feel good. I'm ready to... to... brother defend nintendo for the first time in my entire life so just some background if you guys can't tell these devilishly good looks are also somewhat inherited in steven we are both brothers we also grew up with dan here so some background i first started like i would say like my console that i kind of grew up playing was more of the gamecube era of course i played the n64 but gamecube was like where i like was my brain was more developed so I could comprehend those games. But Is what your were brain your guys even developed like, now? <laughs> no, it's not. But what was your guys' like... Era. He doesn't know yeah. He doesn't know what we had to go through. <sighs> Me- Melee, that was like... I remember losing a tooth playing Super Smash Brothers Melee. So that was like my first memory. Wait, like did, did the game cause you to lose a tooth or were you just happened to, to, to be at that point? It was probably you smacking him in the mouth. As I should have. <laughs> Over yeah. his uh, randomly. <laughs> <laughs> so what was your guys' like, first games or consoles that you played? Get him, Steven. So uh, we actually got a Nintendo 64 when I was about seven. Um, it was a uh, bought from a pawn shop. Um, and our parents uh, got in, uh, Mario Kart. And they, they secretly played it before giving it to us. They're like, oh, this, this is kind of fun. And they're like, oh, here's this toy that's like o- opened and all this stuff. They're like, oh, and it was the greatest. And then so we had Mario Kart and we had Super Smash Brothers. And Super then, yeah, and then I think we like one of the ones was like, I, I think we went right into Pokemon Stadium from there. Mm. I didn't know it was bought from a pawn shop. Yeah, it was bought from a pawn shop. It was used. Oh, I never do that. It's still kicking I didn't too. Know that. Okay. And now my. Baldwin, what was your like it. introduction? Uh I mean, for me, I'm kind of surprised that you guys were not until like uh, GameCube in '64. Uh, I mean, we. I was playing on uh, my buddies like Sega Genesis, uh, and SNES. Uh, lots of Mortal Kombat. I remember. Um, and i mean the first console i owned was definitely n64 lots of mario kart uh, just a lot of mario kart <laughs> i would say that's that's like my beginning in the gaming just so much mario kart well your what sibling you is over, like older so like it doesn't count yeah, but, but that was a female she didn't play games oops <laughs> we're trying to get our watch our no, viewership I... is up we're, we're up three percent on on female watch time on the channel so yeah that's probably my wife but anyway i mean i had older buddies i mean we i mean we played like lots of mortal Kombat, like earthworm jim earthworm jim yeah why did i say that weird earth um sega dreamcast they had so i mean it was it was stuff like that but in terms of my first console play was definitely in 64 smash okay smash was huge yeah that's good. And I actually don't think I introduced myself. I think I went right into you guys. So my name is Daniel, <laughs> a.k.a. Eisendale. So this is our first podcast, so we're really good at this already. But so there this is, is Daniel. never see the light of day. <laughs> yeah. 
So there's Daniel, Dan, and Steven. So that uh, why is don't we, that. Before we get too far, why don't we just give a quick, because uh, there was a battle over who gets to use the name Dan. <laughs> I think, uh, I, I think we'll have to link the episode. I think I'll do a, a, a link on the episode of uh, where you can see uh, <laughs> okay. the match that went down. I think it'll be right above me. I think I planned that out right. So, <laughs> okay. fantastic. fantastic! Yes. Uh, needless to say, I, I don't recall so. this happening. <laughs> yes. Anyway, moving on. It was sort of make sure it was like was neck and neck for a while. But yes, we do. We do um, every Thursday night is um, game night with us, and that's how one way how we've kept in touch all these years because we do live in different states. So we do game night, and a lot of the times we film it, and Stephen puts it on the uh, channel that he has on YouTube. That you're now on. So you're now on that channel. <laughs> that I am now on it. I know this is my first appearance. But yeah, uh, Daniel Dan is ripping the merch right there that Steven has made. So he is a graphic designer. He went to art school. So art school. That's so he can do all that. <laughs> <laughs> so we each episode we want to talk about uh, a different topic, something that's going on current events in the game world. But also, as part of the name says, we have game brew. So we are combining our love of video games and our love of alcoholic mm-hmm. beverages. So we're going to start before we get into each topic for this episode. We're going to crack a cold one. So what are you guys drinking? And we'll crack them. Oh, I've been waiting good. for this. I mean, this is about. Tw- I've I've got this beer out of the fridge like thirty minutes ago. <laughs> taking you guys way too long. Uh, what could have happened? Drinking the drinking the urban chestnut uh, Zvickel. This is a uh, apparently it's a Bavarian lager. I don't know what that means. I'm not really a beer guy personally. I like to drink stuff that tastes like uh, domestic but better. Uh, so I'm rocking the uh, St. Louis uh, made urban chestnut. I'm also repping the the St. Louis local with the STL Pale Ale from Ferguson Brewing Company. Um, I, I literally picked this up on the way home from work, so it's it's fresh. It smells like the grill. A location where we've gotten drunk many a time. <laughs> never, never in public. And I actually <laughs> don't have a lot of alcohol in the fridge, and I was gonna go buy some, but I found this way in the back, and it is a chocolate peanut butter imperial porter you gotta it hold is it more really good. Than that. i got a tight crop okay. right above your mic <laughs> there you go it's called the, the horny goat is what it puts by nice because it has oh, horns i get all it of that chocolate peanut butter caramel <laughs> uh, milky way just miss me with all that yes and so for our first topic um, a little teaser was with this hoodie i had to Busted oh. out, came from Target, got the sleeve, oh. and it was just the sleeve. But uh, so, <laughs> as all of you gamers out there know, if you have the Nintendo Switch, they just released the retro N64 emulator with online play. And after they made this announcement, there has been a lot of negative criticism. And so, we're going to take some of those big complaints and we're just going to discuss them, what our thoughts are. Do we think those complaints are valid or do we think people are being critical? So, it's been hot in the online streets, my friend. <laughs> yeah. So, what was your guys' reaction when you heard that they were doing this? I was very hyped. Um, I think it was like known that it was coming. So, I don't think that was like too much of a surprise that they're doing it. Um, historically, some of the N64 ports have been hard to emulate, but we saw with the Mario 35 that they were kind of working with it. Um, 
I think they're stole not like stolen, but um claimed emulations from the community. Um and so that there's that part of the argument that like, oh well, they they just took the, the emulation that was readily available and sold it back to you. It's like, well, yeah, they can do that. It's theirs. <laughs> yeah, it is it is Nintendo. But I mean for me, I'm I mean I'm I'm a super casual gamer gamer at this point in my life. So I mean I I'm not I'm not downloading emulators. I'm not on Steam Rocks I'm not I'm not doing any of that. No cloud gaming for me. I boot up my console and I scroll through the news and what is available and yeah, I mean I thought N64 games I thought that would be something that they already had. So I mean for me, hey, let's rock on. Let's get to it. Let's play some Star Fox 64. Let's <laughs> yeah, go. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Daniel's not a big fan of the Star Fox 64 multiplayer though. So that's pretty tragic. No, it it's like hard. Got <laughs> it's just hard. I remember as a kid, I didn't like it. It was too hard. I thought I, maybe my brain had developed. It has not. It's still very hard. So, <laughs> but I did like the concept. I like the old games, and I just loved the fact that the Switch is just becoming like a powerhouse of just like all of the games. It's so small, you can bring it anywhere. You can be like, oh, do you want to play N64 games? Do you want to play SNES games? Do you want to play Switch games? And so I'm just like. I'm all for it. Um, one of the things I'm... We'll get into it. I'm just nervous. We'll get into it in a second. But, Steven, can you break down the prices? That's one of the first things that everyone is complaining about. So how does how much does it cost? So the normal price for the online. So this is an expansion pass. So it is an additional cost. So I've always had the family plan. So the family plan for a year, which is eight accounts, which is a very big family. So there's like a family and Nintendo knows that. Um, right. Thank you, Daddy, by the way. Oh, I, I got you. I got you, babe. Um, but that's 35 bucks a year. So I'm not reverse engineering that math because um, I'm really bad yeah. at geography. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's cheap. It's cheap as balls. So I mean, even if even if one, so for me, I mean, I came from like Xbox Live, uh, gaming back in the day. I mean, it used to be fifty bucks a year, I believe, for one person. So, I mean, the fact that you know thirty five for eight people, I mean, come on, like, what are we even talking about here? Yeah, but yeah. for one person, it was twenty bucks. So I was just checking that. Yeah, twenty bucks a year. So fifteen dollars. <laughs> you can get seven additional accounts. So, I, <laughs> I think yeah, you so can find seven friends <laughs> and split that cost. Right. So that's just for baseline, which you got online for the mainline Nintendo games. Like you can still play like Fortnite and stuff online without the online subscription. But this added online to like Animal Crossing, I believe Super Smash Brothers and, and games of that uh, caliber. Um, the NES... SNES libraries were kind of slow rolled, but they're pretty robust now. Um, and you also have access to give them more money by buying the exclusive controllers, which has helped with scalping a bit. Um, give but, Nintendo more money? What are you talking about? Oh, I mean, the audacity of like uh, supporting a company that you want things from. Um, so, like, honestly, for like that alone, like that price was fine. I think everybody was saying that that was a little cheap at the time. Um, but now for a family plan with 
the expansion pass, it's 80 bucks a year for the family and 50 bucks for individual. So really close to the older online video game experience. And with that, you're getting, as of right now, and I think this is something that's criminally overlooked. Um, I don't really defend companies on the, on the reg, but just we're going to live in reality and this is just the first wave of stuff and they they are guaranteeing that they're releasing more n64 games out the gate which they didn't have to do and Mm -hmm. they have already included dlc for one of their games so future dlc could be included for future games going forward something like mario odyssey free dlc that might be worth the 10 15 bucks on its own um, I believe the Animal Crossing DLC, if you're buying it without the uh, expansion pass, is 25 bucks. So, I, I think the is price is much, fine. And did we say how much the price is for the N64 expansion? Yes, it's it's 80 for family, and it is 50 but, for individual. And but it's but it's all considered wrapped into the basic online functionality. So, I mean, so you're going from 35 to 80. That right, yes, for eight accounts. My, so eight my question is, can you play it if you're not on the Wi-Fi, or do you have to log in on the Wi-Fi to play those games? Um, I think you have to check every once in a while. So, um, but I don't think if you're online, it, it doesn't check. Um, but I think if you have X amount of time that you're not doing a check, that'll lock you out of it. But I mean, the experience is to be online. So, I mean, if you don't have on... Yeah. I mean, are you going to play by yourself? Yeah. I mean, like, I'm talking about Legend of Zelda. If I want to play that, like, I'm playing that. Yeah, I think you can turn off the Wi-Fi and play or go camping or something as long as you just, like, do, like, a check before you go kind of deal. Camping. (laughs) (laughs) Boy, have you ever played the the Switch outside? And breathe no, like, bro. well, my God. no. Has <laughs> Dan gone outside? Has Dan been outside? <laughs> First of all, I guarantee I've gone camping more times than both you guys this year. I can tell you. Oh, that this year. Sure. Oh, this that's year. Fine. I was about to, to say, be like... I don't think so, buddy. Yeah. Well, we'd be gone for months. Anyway, I, anyway, I think. Uh, I mean, again, I mean, the backlash about the price. I mean, I think we can couch a lot of that just in the fact that you know, online is just children now. I mean, I, I don't. I mean, again, eighty bucks. I mean, if you if you have two, three people, you know, I mean, hell, you could even get on Discord and just find random people to share an account with. I mean, come yeah. on, what are we talking about here? Yeah, Venmo me. I think more, ten bucks. I think more of the backlash is probably just over the fact that Nintendo has poor online capabilities, just baseline. Yeah, if you were complaining about the P two P system valid that's a garbage way to do online um especially when you're collecting money open your own servers and do it the right way um but maybe there's some security reasons for something like that i mean we've seen how like playstation has had uh, no, no, some no, server no, no, issues no, no, no. Oh, shut down shut down, shut down. <laughs> it is 2021 there is no reason for this trash quality online there's no reason why I, I should not be able to open up my Switch and immediately start a voice chat with my boys. That's ridiculous. That's valid as well, the voice the voice thing. I mean, you can get the Switch voice app on your phone. Yeah, and that, I was just going to say, and then the fact that they want you to download an app for my phone, so I, what? I'm just not going to do that. I'm... And that's also getting into the fact that they did that update 
where they added Bluetooth, which showed that it was always in the system. Mm-hmm. He just chose not to have that. That was the like audacity, bro. It was almost that they shouldn't have added that, like <laughs> letting people know themselves. that that was there. <laughs> yeah, they really. I mean, cool that they finally decided to add it, but the fact that they've been selling like uh, a Bluetooth port so you could connect it, like the scam. They the have not scam. been doing that. So those have been always been third parties selling those. Just. Just putting that out there. Mm. Now, if I was a third-party vendor and that was the only product I had, uh, I would feel like a little bamboozled. Um, true, true, true. But that's that's going back to Nintendo's early stage in the '80s. That like you have to be licensed by Nintendo for them to to care at all about what you do. Um, and if if you go against them, you're getting left behind. And so we've seen a little bit of that. Okay, and I think the next big complaint that we're seeing a lot of is the controller mapping. Yeah. Um, people were complaining about the button layout, and one, that you can't change it, and two, they were complaining that the button layout that you're forced to play is not good. Okay, so first so, of all, my first, all of that is garbage, and, and, and you are absolutely <laughs> fundamentally wrong. If you say that, <laughs> first of all, you can map your controllers. It is part of the operating system of the switch. It has been part of the operating for the switch. Now, does it have to be a switch pro controller or joy cons? Yes. Again, Nintendo only cares about licensed properties, uh, licensed vendors. If, I mean, if you're not playing with a, with a pro controller, that's like, yeah, that's, that's a game of playing on handheld. I um, mean, that's just, <laughs> what are you doing? I think I well. I have a Snorlax controller though, so. I a Snorlax controller. It's pretty cool. You don't have it within reach to show, so I don't even. No, I'd have to sprint upstairs (laughs) and downstairs, and that is not happening. That sounds kind of tight. I mean, I so uh so yes, you can map the buttons. One thing I saw was that if you change uh the button mapping, it it it's like when you go back to playing. Like say you're, excuse me, play your uh, say you're playing your N64 games. You're going back to playing Switch games. You have to re remap it like back to the original Switch. Buttons. You have presets. You have to make a preset. So you just make a preset and you just switch between the preset in the home menu. You could literally pause your game, hit home, switch presets, go back into the same game uninterrupted. If they built it into the game like into the app of n64 you would have to exit out of your game boot up the remapping like portion of the game remap and then start over from where you were having it like you've already built it into your operating system it's seamless as far as just naming your preset and swapping between them like I mean, and they could, like, if, if your grievance is, like, I don't want to have to, like, manually swap between presets. I just want it to do it automatically. Complain about that, and then maybe they'll implement that in a operating system update. That's possible. First, first of all, no, they will never respond <laughs> to any complaints as long as... I just saw a thing that they are one game away from having, like, the most... Uh, uh, copies of games sold for 10 million or something like that. Wow. It's, it's like the, it, yeah, I mean, Nintendo, they don't give a about <laughs> any of these customer complaints. They, as long as they are printing, or as long as they are printing money, 
with the amount of consoles and the amount of games they're selling, they don't they do not care. They do not care. So my question is, and you might not know the answer to this, is if you do a if you change the mapping of your controller, does all four controllers on your console have to do that same mapping, or is it by controller? It's tied to the controller. Cool. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. Nice. It, it it was an actually it was an update to the controllers themselves. I'm actually I'm not a hundred percent sure because I haven't done it because there's no point in remapping it. And that's the, the second part of my argument is that people are looking at the picture and they're like, that doesn't look the same. I was like, did you play the game? And when your thumbs <laughs> fumbled for what it was telling you to do, did it feel right? Yeah. So sh so what is your problem? Oh, they switched B and A to be what it says on the controller. Yeah, no yeah that's exactly what they would have done. Why? Like, oh, but the N64 had them swapped. Okay, how many people actually played the N64 in the last decade and, and would I, remember I was, that? I was going to say, I wonder how much of the complaints are coming from people who actually are familiar with the N64 setup and people who are, like, younger who have just honestly never played the N64. Because the N64 had, I mean, outside of, like, maybe the Dreamcast, but even the Dreamcast was pretty similar to what we have now, the N64 was the most oblong most weirdest controller that has ever been made in gaming like it just like that makes no sense if you show and that to so, somebody now that like what is that i i actually have an explanation if you want it because i am that big of a fucking nerd <laughs> and our sponsor of the podcast is critical hit coffee now this combines two of the best things which is gaming and coffee and i am in avid coffee drinker and i've actually been drinking critical hit for probably about two years now even before they were a sponsor of this so i am a good testimonial right there they have great coffee mugs for sale and right now their brew that they are selling is the lost exile dark coffee roast now i love dark roast coffee that's what i kind of drink every morning so their whole spin is to combine our games, all of their coffee names have like these really epic video game names. Now, and if you like that logo right there, I think I know someone who might have helped design it or something. Someone who went to art school. I don't know about that. But I'm saying art again, school, go I to swear. <laughs> go to criticalhitcoffee.com to go get your coffee right now. The reason that the controller is designed like this for three hands is that there's the Nintendo came out, the 64 came out during the transition from 2D to 3D. So half they were anticipating that half of the release library would still be 2D games. So it uses the D-pad. So when you plug in your 2D game, it's a transformer. So now you're playing 2D games. And then when you put in your 3D game, it transforms to playing a 3D game. It was the That's switch the logic. before the it switch. It was the switch before the switch. You, you just switch it up. Switch. And you just so, switch to 2D. <laughs> something that's interesting is my coworker is a couple years younger than me, and he got the uh, N64 controller, and he says he had never played the N64. And so this was his first time with this controller, and he was just like, it's so odd. And I'm like, listen here, youngin, back in our day, we didn't Child. have these fancy controllers that were comfortable to use. It's actually really comfy. Like, 
the so but is it comfy because it's nostalgic for you no literally Probably. like these are really long like these are quite long when in comparison to a lot of things like they like they almost stick out which doesn't happen like with my ps4 controller i'm like I'm like i don't have big hands i have, I have dainty artist hands it's long and compared to other things. yeah you know like <laughs> it's just like long when it sits in my hand <laughs> okay continue but <laughs> still the memory did they for this new one did they make the joystick like softer because i remember that thing hurting yeah the joystick Mm. was an awful experience that was all i remember yeah it's not pain pushing up because the harder you push the stronger you are yeah exactly the more power you get (laughs) that was the number one thing that always broke on all of my n64 controllers was that awful joystick yes I yeah. have them cropped out of the the stream, but you two can see the the controllers I started yeah. hanging up. Like those those are mm. destroyed, like utterly. The joysticks are just hanging limp. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I I, I will say <clears throat> I played most of the games already for the N sixty four, and I haven't noticed a problem with the controls. I love the uh, Ocarina of Time port, and I'm enjoying it. I feel like that was the excuse. main game that I actually heard complaints about with the mapping. So, so you no problems? No, I'm still killing the saving high rule. So, not having any you, issues here. I tell you what, I was playing Star Fox 64. I didn't. It sounds like you guys have both played it. I did have some serious problems figuring out like how I was supposed That's to do like the my game aerial moves and stuff. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm just. I, not like that game it's i hate playing games it's so hard so that's just <laughs> okay bro just leave the galaxy to andros i guess right traitor i will always play what's the pig there's no pig uh or the rabbit the rabbit, rabbit. The rabbit. peppy peppy actually there <laughs> is a pig uh pigma yeah pigma he's the pigma enemy who who betrayed uh star fox and peppy yes or, excuse me star fox's father yeah. Spoiler. Well, that's yeah, the old lore. That's not even in the game, so you gotta play through it, man. You gotta check along. That's, a, that's absolutely in the game. You got it's like literally in the first episode or the first mission. But anyway, onward. And so, what was the third big complaint that people were saying about the game? It was the, the online capabilities. Oh yeah, people are, and that falls into its PDP. But like the actual like ease of use is really wild i really enjoy it because uh, i'm not a software person by any means um but the way it functions to me is that basically whoever is like hosting whoever's the main host is emulating as if they have the n64 on and then when people join it's like they plug in to that port on there and it's just like okay now i'm controlling p2 like just instantly so it's like really seamless as far as that integration goes but i think people were having like connectivity issues and whatnot and um i do say i have nice. my switch etherneted which everyone should do um it's just a dongle i think it's like 20 bucks to get the ethernet thing absolutely worth it but again yeah i, mean, I will say go i'm sorry go ahead go ahead Oh, I was just going to say, I, we played, we had a couple, we played Mario Tennis, Mario Kart. I like how it works, how fast it is to switch between games because our attention spans are short and just a couple rounds and then you 
stay in your lobby together and we didn't really have any issues i mean my wi-fi didn't reach my bedroom so that was on me but everything else was pretty smooth and i like how fast you can switch it and if you're not playing i like that you can still spectate very easily like yes. if you're joining in five minutes late yeah, I mean, what I, just what I was going to pick up on is, and, and just what you said, Stephen, it, what, you said there's like an Ethernet dongle that you have to buy in order to plug it up to hardwire it. I mean, again, I mean, and, and, and I'm a capitalist. I like making money. I like businesses that make good products, all this kind of stuff. But I mean, just the scummy thing about Switch is like, and just Nintendo in general, it's just the way they like like they they try and like cheat people by going like oh we have such an easy price point like just to work people in and then they like sell like all this crap it's like oh n64 controller different controllers joy con and this and some of it's just crap like have they even addressed the joy con drift issue like supposedly the most recent ones that are hitting market might have a fix i don't know if that's true or not but but in, i mean how old is this console by now but but, but that's besides the point that's a Four different years? issue but i mean but i mean just it's like there's like all these little attachments and all this little stuff that they're selling and like ooh, extra docks and this one does this this one does that it's like ugh. i have a counterpoint point of counterpoint i want you no, to wait hold on <laughs> i want to join in on this pitchforks i've got my pitchfork as someone who has been a loyal <laughs> fan i've bought all of the wii u no 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 all of the wii motion pluses for 40 bucks mm -hmm. to attach to my thing all of the nunchucks that were 40 bucks mm -hmm. all of the wii or the wii speak i had the the mario kart steering wheel i the have only spent, person like, i've ever known that has owned I actually owned a Wii U. Yeah, I bought a Wii U that I was betrayed because all the games I bought on the Wii U are now remade on the Switch. I will say I call Nintendo the Apple of video games. Because yes. They just make stuff. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. But now no, no, no. It's even, but it is too late for me. <laughs> it's too late for you. So, yes, they are the Apple of the. Uh, console. It's really good. Yeah, I've never heard that before. Yeah, yeah, they are. That, that's valid. I mean, like, you can't just look at Apple and be like, well, they don't make money. Anyway, um, but I want you to go back and remember a time not too far ago. Xbox was really successful. They released their next console, and it's the 360. How'd you get on the Wi-Fi? That's true. How, how did you hook your Xbox 360 up to Wi-Fi, Dan? Do you remember? Uh, they well, the the original one that they released, I believe, was Ethernet only, and then the later versions you could you could hook up to Wi-Fi. But how did you but do it was... in the first one, Dan? How did you hook Ethernet. it up to? No, I mean yes, you you probably you... did, but if you wanted Wi-Fi, you had to buy a dongle. You had to buy a little antenna. I have I have. It's, I think it's hooked up. But wasn't that because oh, technology wasn't there? When no, they just didn't yeah, want to include. Yeah. They just didn't want to include a wireless card in there. I reject that because it was new technology and they couldn't like, fit it in. Wi-Fi was not ago. new technology. What are you talking hold about? On, hold on, hold on. I'm not calling it old. I'm not calling it whatever. But it was it was a long. It was a decent amount of time ago. I don't remember being troubled by the fact that I had to plug it in to uh, to Ethernet or like because back then, honestly, and yeah, back then, 
if you knew that you didn't have a hardline connection available to you, like, then you probably just were not even planning on playing online. Like that was a completely different issue. Don't try and side. Don't. No, 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 no. Keep talking. I like what you're saying. <laughs> so, so, so you, you were saying the convenient option of the time because it was readily available, and then having an optional accessory to do the less convenient option was okay. I don't think I said that at all. Actually, you don't think that was that's, you don't think that's what you said. <laughs> so today, where where Wi-Fi is readily accessible and it's quite easy just to hook up your device to Wi-Fi, um, having an optional accessory for something that not many people will do is landlining their uh, switch is not okay. Hold on. No, no, no. Hold on. Okay, and I don't know how long we want to stay on this point, but this is completely different. Ethernet, hardlining through Ethernet is is the older technology. Correct. So, it's, it's, and whether and whether Wi-Fi by now is old or new or whatever, that's besides the point. The point is, is that you cannot you cannot add on this extra thing to make ethernet possible ethernet is the old one ethernet is the one that should be just standard you should just have that little thing but it's not as convenient for a majority of households what household who cares about households when you're trying to install your device into as many households as possible here's my point (laughs) here's my point in the year 2021 both should be standard and you and an you know what? And you should have Wi-Fi uh, capability. And for three hundred and fifty, and for three hundred and fifty dollars, you can buy the Switch OLED, which has those things. Okay, and then I'm interjecting here, <laughs> and this might be a whole nother con- or whole nother episode where I can go on a rant. But back Reginald. to my Apple Reginald. comparison, we're talking Reginald. about Reginald. <laughs> we're gonna change his caption to Reginald. <laughs> what? And so Miyamoto over back- here. What? Back to my argument that Apple and Nintendo are the same thing. That's what we're talking about. Ethernet, to Dan's point, is readily available. It's been the old thing. And then Nintendo's like, oh, we're going to create a whole new console. And you can pay extra money for this port that has been a thing for years. And it's like, just put it on the first one. And, yeah, I don't know if we should, we can get into the whole OLED. But I said it from the beginning when they made the Switch as someone who has been bamboozled by Nintendo. I was like, they are going to come out with the Switch XL and the Switch Mini to make all these versions. Now, I thought they were going to make the old Switch obsolete. So I appreciate that they haven't. But the OLED is not different enough for them to market it as a whole new thing. They could have d- really listened or really done something cool, like a 4K switch, and just done something completely new. But I I digress. Well, doing 4K yeah, my... would make your switch obsolete, and so that, that would make your current product not no, viable. You could make it bump up your graphics when it's plugged and docked, and then it can go to 720p in handheld. Oh, that would be so abysmal. <laughs> Okay, so now now we're kind of trailing off into different stuff, but let me just bookend this with what I believe is what I believe will tie this entire thing together. Nintendo has so many, and and probably has honestly the most loyal fan base out of any of the major consoles at this point by now. Um, whether it's uh, well, anyway, let me couch that. But the point is, 
Nintendo treats its most loyal fans like garbage just with the way that they do these kinds of things. Like, there's no reason for its online to be, like, 20 years behind at this point. Just like I said about popping in, about being able to do, like, these voice chats, whatever. And, like... It's it's all just predatory in nature. Like, there's no reason why I shouldn't be able to play multiple people uh, in Smash for my one console. It's like they have, they market themselves as like a, like a friendly entry, like a party, uh, family-oriented console, and they do not set up their games to actually operate in that way. So that that uh, the final point is just that they are they do they do not treat their most loyal fan base like with any kind of respect. I I, oh, like I have an argument. Oh my god! I want to go there. I will every single dollar. No, I will sum up with my with piece. In I will sum up my piece, and then, Steven, you can do your finishing thoughts. But I will piggyback. My last thoughts are, I agree 100% with Dan. I said this earlier to our other brother, that Xbox 360 had the right mechanics years ago. You could make multiple accounts. You could sign in. Each controller could be on that account. It was like you were your own person and you could play halo online with three people two people four people on one console and play with other people that is how it should be if nintendo wants to market themselves as the party console why can't i have two people over at my house and we play online with two other people so that is my big complaint especially because if you were a loyal nintendo person like myself if you had super smash brothers wii u you could do two players on one console online, and then they took that away for the newest Super Smash. You're so kidding. be consistent. Yeah, you could do two people online from one console and play with other people. And so why would they take that away? Oh, it doesn't so make crash. sense. You have it. Because the console didn't and now sell. You're charging... No one bought the console. Your loyal <laughs> fan base let you down. It wasn't, be it wasn't because they had two players Super Smash. That is not why the console didn't sell. I, I think because it no sounded one... too similar to the original console. I'm having my. These are my final <laughs> yeah, thoughts. Give me this time. Give me this time. <laughs> okay. This is my uninterrupted final thoughts. Make it so I can play with as many combinations of four players at my house as I want. I love the N64 retro games. I'm glad they're doing it. My other concern is, and Steve and I were talking about this earlier. Um, I am worried with it being a cloud system that I would love, like the way this switch is setting up, it could be like, like something you pull out years from now and like have this whole arcade of games. And I'm so worried after the switch is set and gone, they'll shut down the online service and then all of those games will disappear. And I wish they could somehow just put it on my switch so I can play it as long as my switch turns on. So I would hope that they would do that. Steven, your 10 minutes. In my Go. 10 minutes. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, uh, I will Senator. not in, like, <laughs> you did. Uh, no, but, um, yes, they should put everything on physical cartridge. I'm a big physical media proponent. Um, that's valid. But, um, to the point that the Switch is the most, I think it's about to be the most successful, um, Nintendo console, flat up. And 
the Wii U had a lot of the stuff that you guys were talking about as far as like it was really like experience friendly it was really consumer like oriented um, and it didn't sell and so when you have to get the money to pay your people to make the great games and the great stuff you have to make compromises and you have to make a product so we're also seeing a component of the handheld line has been dissolved there is no game boy there is no nintendo ds so all of that money has to also be generated by the switch and so the only way that is going to happen is like just like when everybody had their game boys and their game boy colors everyone has one in their hands playing it for themselves with everyone around them and so like it's still a party console just the same way like there's no link cables there's no batteries but it's still the handheld with some console like features so I think if that helps you guys like rationalize the the marketing methodology and the production methodology, it's really the Nintendo DS. It's the it's it's the new Nintendo DS. It is the new handheld console for everyone in your family to have multiple versions of it. Uh, I know Daniel, you bought like the DSi, the DS Lite, the DS Two XL, like all of those things are what was successful and they just adapted that to their like main console and made it one console and they could bring all the developers that they had on the B teams and stuff like that. So logistically it's all the right moves. Could they be more consumer friendly? Yes, but it doesn't make them the money. It actually almost killed all of Nintendo with what the Wii U did. So, I mean, I would, I would just argue that, uh, me personally, uh, because I, because back when I was huge into gaming, I was. It took me like, how long did it take to find a Wii? I tried to get a Wii for like two years, and I was never able to get one. And I was, I was just out. I just stayed with Xbox. And by the time the Wii U, plus I thought it was a weird concept anyway. Like I get they're trying to do their whole thing, but like they went away from trying to be hardcore gaming people, which is fine. That's cool. By the time the Wii U came out, I was like, this looks ducking stupid. Like, I'm <laughs> not even interested in whatever they're selling right now. And by the way, and you know, whatever, I'm not going to I'm not going to beat this to death. But so just from the front page of the, of the Nintendo Switch uh, subreddit. So just three, three, three points real quick. And this is what I was saying earlier. Nintendo Switch is one title away from having the most 10 plus million games sold of any console in history. Number one. Number two, Nintendo Switch has now sold 92.87 million units as of September 30th. So, crazy. And Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is now the entry's best-selling entry. So, I would argue that people are showing up, they are spending money on this stuff, and it's time for Nintendo to get it together. Yeah, and stop milking them. Give the people what they want. Valid. Yeah, stop milking us. Give the people what they want. If they want to charge more for it, charge more for it. But I'm like they need to get it together rest my case i agree because i love the products i like the stuff i just think that they should spend Games a little bit awesome. more time yeah and just implement like take a look at the xbox 360 and just do everything that they did everyone can sign into their own account if you want to pay for the account that's more money for you right there you can get 10 accounts on one system and just let me sign in with all my friends at my house yeah, and the fact that even... in the EU they they implemented eight players on one console. That's amazing. So just, I don't know. 
It's not even like we're asking for Star Trek technology. It's like let me let me start like a group chat from the instant I turn on my switch. Like this is two thousand like nine technology. Like get it together, man. <laughs> yeah. Yes, they're on the right track. I feel like they're doing way better than what they were doing with the Wii U. And I will argue as a marketing major, the issue with the Wii U was how they marketed it because even when I ordered it I didn't know exactly what it was. I thought it was a gamepad. I didn't know it was a whole new console because they were like, oh you get to use your old controllers. It was just marketed really weird. But I digress. So did you guys Yeah, it was fun. I loved it. Steven just I gave my console to Steven and it it was really cool. It has a whole T V remote feature and Netflix and stuff. And when I was in college right but at the time it was just like really handy and we all used it every day because that was like our roku video game console and it had eight player smash and that at a college dorm literally we would bring it out in the lobby and eight people it was just amazing and it made me sad that they just like it didn't do well and they just didn't market it but anyway do you guys have anything more you would like to add on this subject I think we beat it to death as long as the only other thing I have is like uh, the uh, Nintendo YouTube community uh, really jumped on this for the views and I think made some trash yeah. arguments. So I'm glad that uh, we jumped in on the argument to uh, tell them that they made some trash arguments. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I think that, uh, yeah, just just the clickbait was kind of stupid. I mean, uh, if it, you do... <laughs> Just, just play the games. Play it like. first. That, that, that's what really yeah. like bothered, like emotionally bothered me, and like very frustrated. Like, w- why? As like, and these are like, I'm not gonna name any names, but like these were esteemed. They still are, I guess. They, <laughs> they're esteemed Nintendo personalities. Um, not that they're affiliated, but that like they're known as the Nintendo people. And they're like, ah, oh, the, all of these problems is like, but I haven't played it yet. Like I haven't even downloaded it yet. I'm like, boy, right. Excuse right. me? Right. Yeah. I haven't had time. I could make this YouTube video, but I didn't actually play the thing that I was uh, critiquing. Right, referencing all these, like, Twitter arguments and, and stuff. Like, like, bro. Bro. I was like, <laughs> oh, that nine-year-old made a good point. I'm going to take that and make a YouTube video <laughs> with it. Like, okay. <laughs> right. Well, I okay. appreciate all of you guys who listened to our first episode. Please comment below if you've played the N64 version and what your thoughts are about it. We would like to hear them. Um, please just in the comments, we like to hear just all different sides. Um, this podcast will be released once a week on the Funky Games YouTube channel. And so we're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube funky games and then the game brew podcast will be a sub playlist in that channel so please like subscribe and then also let us know what you guys would like to hear us talk about in the future i think we kind of covered a lot of nintendo this time so i think next time we'll try to talk about something else other than that but yeah again, just a little thank preview. you all for next, listening next week i am spitting some hot fire about the halo infinite uh trailer <laughs> like literal hot garbage so microsoft <laughs> we're coming for you brother you better you better watch out three four three you're about to be uh devastated three four dead meat yeah i don't i don't know what i was going with that but anyway <laughs> proper outro yeah 
Well, thank you all for listening. And you guys remember, like, subscribe, let us know what you want to hear. Funky we'll dot play store. Us out with the song. Funky dot store. Funky store. Yeah, they've got Funky rep the shirts, all that stuff. And the music will play us out. <laughs>